Welcome to Audio Shelf. A place where we take you on a fantastic journey through our audiobook adventures. I'm Brad. And I'm Brittany. And we are the voices in your head. Hi. I'm Brittany. And I'm Brad. And we are Audio Shelf. Before we start, make sure to click that red button down below to subscribe. And also, <laughs> also hit the little bell so you can stay up to date whenever we release a new episode. What was that? I don't know what that was. That was the demon expelling itself. Subscribe. <laughs> Today, we are very excited. It is our first book review of the new year. Yes, it's my first book that I finished all year long. Yes, and it also is reminiscent of our first booktube video. That's pretty cool. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Head. just came to my head. Oh my God. We are reviewing A Heart So Fierce and Broken by Bridget Kemmerer. It's right here. It's right there. We've had this book in our possession for so long and we are so excited to finally get a chance to read it. So happy to have read it. Mm. We're just going to dive in because we're yes. pretty sure this is going to be the book of the year. Yes. And it comes out... January 7th. Yeah. So hopefully your postman, post lady, will bring it to your doorstep and not leave it in the rain mm. or anything crazy like that. Mm. Or maybe you already have it. We don't know. Yeah. Maybe you pre-ordered it. Maybe. Which you should have because there's tons of pre-order goodies. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. We're so excited. We're very excited. So let's dive this. in. Yes, we must. So what do we think about Heart? Okay. So first off the bat, just very quick. The bat. Loved it. Okay. Oh, oh, the bat? I thought you said the bat. I was like, what? Off <laughs> the, the bat. Oh, out the bat. Like off bat. Off the bat. Loved it. Loved it. <laughs> so good. So good. It was such a great sequel to Curse. The follow-up was perfect. The characters, uh, is everything we wanted in the book. Yes, it was amazing. The story progression is wonderful. The way that Bridget like builds this entire world, we were saying that there are so many different story opportunities in this book besides just the ones that we have already gotten. Yes. Like Bridget has an entire world in Mm -hmm. this book that she can explore. We can have more characters. We can have more stories. We can have different lands. Mm -hmm. There's so much in here. Look at this map. What's all these mountains? Look at it. What is in these mountains? So the best thing about this book is in Curse, we explore Emberfall. But now in Heart, we explore Sail Shallow. And it's so fun to kind of jump into a different part of the land, but still have the same characters there kind of guiding us through this journey. Not only do we learn about Sail Shallow, but we also learn about the waterways that the main villain is trying to get to. Mm -hmm. We learn about the woods and all the mountains. And we learn about so many different parts of this world that Bridget does a great job exploring and describing. Yes. So for Heart, we are in the points of view of Grey, who is our trustworthy guard from the Mm -hmm. first book. Very loyal. Very loyal. And Liamara. Oh, who is that? Liamara is the daughter of the big bad. Yeah, she's the big bad of this, this, uh, I was going to say season, but this book. (laughs) Yes. So Liamara is the daughter and she goes to Prince Ren to strike up a deal of how they can stop the fighting, how Mm -hmm. they can just stop the murder and bloodshed Mm -hmm. and... Some wild stuff happens. Yeah. Some crazy stuff happens with Grey. They come together and they go on this like magnificent adventure mm-hmm. through the land together along with Jacob and Noah, who is Harper's brother and Harper's brother's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And some new characters. Some new characters. So, so Tycho and then we have, oh my gosh, 
the Scrava. The best the character. Scrava. Best. We love him. We, we'll get into it. We'll yeah, get into yeah, it. We will. But what a, an amazing ability to write brand new characters that we've never heard of, we've never met, and write them as if we know them forever. Yes. So the best thing about Liamara is that she is the complete opposite of her evil mother, Karis Loran. Mm-hmm. So Karis Loran wants to kind of take over Emberfall. She kind of begins that in Curse. And in this book, it's like, let's take over Emberfall. But Liamara was like, no, let's bring peace, like you're saying. So yes. I, I love Liamara's character. She's so strong. She's so she's so smart and intelligent. Such a badass. Yes, and humble. Very humble. Extremely humble. It was just so refreshing to hear this point of view from a character who is one of legitimate power. She is a princess. Mm-hmm. I mean, she says that she's not a princess, but she totally is a princess. Yeah. She lives in a kingdom. Mm-hmm. And I love the relationship between her and Grey. Oh, my God. She challenges Grey to be better than he is. And yes. you, you wouldn't even think that's possible because Grey is amazing and cursed. But with Liamara by his side, oh my God, <laughs> they are couple goals. They are so good. Mm. I would argue better than Harper and Wren. Let's talk about that. <sighs> okay. Yeah. So, All right. Now we have to jump into some issues mm-hmm. that we have. So if you are a fan of Ren from Curse. You probably will not be a fan of Ren in this book. Yes. Bridget does this thing with Ren and Harper that really make you question why they were so good in Curse. Yes. So that was one of the, I would say, annoyances that we had. The One of the main emotions that came out of this for us was mm-hmm. that the characters of Ren and Harper in the first book were so strong. They had this unique ability to really make you feel for them. Ren was brooding, but he was also tender. And Harper was capable of so much. And she was strong and she mm-hmm. was willing to learn. Yeah. And in this one, it was not mm-hmm. that. So, so the good thing is we only get them in little tidbits. Yes. And we get it in the beginning. Harper makes a couple of decisions. So does Ren that we find worrisome Mm -hmm. for what their characters will bring in the next couple of books in this series. Toxic. Exactly. And so we don't want to say that, you know, this kind of drove us away from the book. Yeah. Because I I think Liamara and Grey's storyline in itself can be told by itself and you can enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Um, But Harper and Ren, their characterizations really change and you tend to kind of get upset with them. Yes. And not so much, you know, I kind of see where Bridget was going with why she made these characters so polar opposite of what they were in Curse. But I really wish that wasn't the case. And I hope for Curse Breaker 3, the book, the next series, the next book in the series, I hope their characters get a turnaround. Yeah. Uh, the the unique thing of this one is that the big thing of why it didn't drive us away is because we had Grey and Liamara to mm. lean on. Yes. So Ren and Harper, as Brad said, are not really in the book that much. They have very small bit parts. Mm-hmm. And that is one of the cool things that Bridget did is that she avoided a sophomore book slump mm-hmm. by giving us these two completely different characters that we can latch onto and we can fall in love with their story. They have a totally different adventure than what the first one was. Mm -hmm. And it was just a unique take on something different, a revitalization and not something that gets stale. Yes. This could actually be a standalone. So if you're you're wondering, uh, I didn't read Curse. Do I have to read like do I have to read that before Heart? 
You kind of don't. No. You, I mean, I would obviously want you to read Cursed to enjoy that book, but you could pick this up and just say, hey, who are these characters? Because Bridget gives a lot of background throughout the novel that helps you answer some questions that you might have from Curse. Yes. One question that I would have for Bridget, which we might be able to talk to her about, mm-hmm. is the direction of Harper. What I keep coming back to is Harper's difference yes. in this one. The the change mm-hmm. that she has with Ren. Before she was like, Ren, I will kick you. If you are a bad, mean man, mm. you are not going to be a bad, mean man anymore. Mm-mm. But then in this one, it just seemed like Harper was kind of a doormat. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, so like I could see why Ren had his change. Mm-hmm. But for Harper's change, it it was much harder for me to accept. Yes. You really don't get an explana- explanation of why Harper makes the decisions, except for the fact that she just loves Ren. Yeah. And that's all good. But Harper was such an independent, so... strong character in Curse. And it really made me question that in the beginning. Yeah. And it's kind of why I wore this shirt today. In the words of Latrice Royale... Good God, girl, get a grip. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Harper. Harper was not someone who would be like a Cupid doll, like heart eye. I'm just going to like let love rule my life. She was an ass kicker. Mm-hmm. Like she was strong. She was bad. Like she was so powerful. I don't know. Just in this book, I'm glad that she was a minor character because mm-hmm. I don't honestly think I could take much of her. Yeah. Speaking of minor characters. Oh, oh girl. Oh. Oh. So let's get to them. So one amazing thing that Bridget does in this book is, again, she brings the minor characters to life. She makes us care about them just as much as the, the major characters. Yes. So, for instance, we have not we already mentioned Karis Loran is the evil kind of queen who wants to dethrone um, Ren. But we also have Leah Mara's other sister, Nola Varen. You want to talk about a Bad bitch. Yes. So Nola Varen really starts off very... uh, Abrasive? Abrasive, stressful. She worries me. Problematic. Uh, She's just... Uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. (laughs) And I was like, oh, girl, Nola. Come on. Come on. Yes. So her character throughout the book definitely changes. And it's someone that you end up respecting no matter what decisions that she makes because she can make some tough decisions. I would say, so there were parts in the very beginning, I loved Nolavera. Mm -hmm. And then there was a moment in the woods that I was like, I hate this girl. I hate you. I hate you. I don't like you whatsoever. Mm -hmm. I hope you get a rogue arrow into the back of your calf. And then suddenly she reappears a little later. A little later. And I'm just like, I know that I should probably not like you right mm-hmm. now, but I do. Yes. She made a really good third impression. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then there's Tycho. I don't know. I think that's how you pronounce his name. Tycho, Tycho, whatever. He is the travel companion to Gray. He becomes Gray's little sidekick. He's like a little brother. He's so cute. And I love him. And he's just like, I just want to, I'm like, I will protect Tycho. Yeah. He needs to survive, mm-hmm. go to the ends of the earth to protect him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then we have the Scraver. And the Scraver is very unique. Like in Curse, you don't ever get any, like, you get the monster in Ren, yeah. right? Yeah. But you don't get this weird, paranormal creature. No. 
like you didn't do in heart. Yeah. And Bridget does this really cool thing where she lets you accept that this creature can be. Yeah. I mean, she names him. His name is Isaac. Isaac. I think is how you pronounce his I, name. I think, I think you pronounce it. It's like I-I-S-A-K. Isaac. It's like a visco girl. Yeah. Kind of. Like a <laughs> Isaac, <laughs> I think is how we're going to go yeah, with I'm going to go it. with that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Isaac. She named him, she which him. immediately gives him this like sense of comfort mm-hmm. to a person. This personalization. Yeah. yeah. And she also gives him a voice. A voice. He talks. He talks. And you find out much more about his character throughout the book and how incredible his history is. And I kind of want a book about him, like yes. a novella. That's what I was saying oh with like gosh. how Bridget can explore this different world. Yeah. Like there's a, so there's so many different places that she can dive mm-hmm. into and it's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. And then you also kind of learn about the different guards that they yes. have. So they have Dustin, they have the guards that protect Gray, which is Courtney and, um, Telfer. Okay. They have Te- really hard Teflon. names. Teflon, Te- Tefler. Tufler. Tufler. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, you have so many guards that have small storylines, but really powerful ones. Parish yes. and Sorla. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. So good. And these are all minor characters. They are characters that like, if you are watching a Hallmark movie, they are just the shopkeepers. Mm-hmm. They are just the owners of... The, the different little stores that just like pop in for a quick word, but they develop they so do. much personality mm-hmm. into the story that you, you really can't feel the story without them. Yeah. Like and you I, don't enjoy it. Exactly. And I think that motivates the main characters mm-hmm. to make more changes, to, to make a decision and their love and their relationship with those minor characters really allow the story to flourish. Yes. Now I will say at the very beginning, because we didn't get Gray's point of view so much until the last chapter in Curse, carrying over to Heart, mm. I can't say that I really cared too much about him. I was concerned about my investment in Gray's story. Mm-hmm. So I found like with his story and interacting with the minor characters in his parts and his chapters, I wasn't as invested in in the beginning. Mm. But then we got to Liamara and then it started to develop and yeah. then we got them two together. Mm-hmm. And that is where I think the story really, yeah. as you said, flourishes mm-hmm. because the characters started interacting with different people that they would not normally interact with. And you got to see them in uncomfortable situations mm-hmm. and how they developed. I knew, I know Hart is going to be big. Yeah. Because when we went on tour with Bridget, so many of her readers were like, oh my God, I need more of Grey. I need more of Grey. Like, I'm Team Grey. Yes. And I think this is going to give them exactly what they want. Mm-hmm. And that's awesome. I was always Team Ren. So at first, I was just... Yeah. I was like... <laughs> yeah, you better cry. So... I'm excited for book three. I loved book two just because it was such a good story. And I love Liamara as a character. And Grey becomes a stronger character in my mind. Oh, my gosh. But I'm, my heart still yearns. Your heart is so fierce and broken for Ren? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, that sucks. Liamara, we just have to go back to her as a character really quick. We're going to – this is just characterizations. Like, the whole thing. Bridget, you're a great writer. You're amazing. You build a world. But Liamara, hello. <laughs> She's – beautifully done oh my god i love her like everything that harper was in the first book Mm -hmm. and more 
I feel. Yes. Oh, that's strong. Yeah. That is strong because Harper's a badass bitch in the first book. She is. She is. Mm-hmm. But then she kind of has a little downfall. Yes. So I'm a little worried for what book three will do yeah. to Liamara, mm-hmm. but I trust Bridget. We have a lot of hope for Liamara throughout yes. the whole series because she has made us love her. Bridget has done a great job depicting Liamara, mm-hmm. making us follow her. When there were some things that, that happened throughout the book, I'm just cheering along for Liamara. Yeah. Then the bad things happened. I was like, no, no. I felt a lot of emotion when it came to Liamara. (laughs) Basically. There are moments in the book where you are just like, okay, she is trapped in this area and you can feel her desperation to get out. You can hear her crying. It just felt like Bridget had a deep connection with this character Mm -hmm. when she was writing her, which is crazy to feel for a character in book two. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. It's amazing. Mm. I can't say enough great things yes. about how Bridget writes this story and this book and just all the wonderful things that she does for it. Props crazily go to her because she wrote two totally different character point of views in mm. this from Ren and Harper in the, I almost forgot her name. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I almost forgot Harper's name because I'm so obsessed with Liamara. Yes. But they're different. All four of these main characters that we've had so far are different from each other. Mm-hmm. Like Liamara and Harper are both strong, but I feel like Liamara has a little bit more humbleness to her and she's not so volatile. Yeah. And Harper is very strong, but she goes like immediately. Mm-hmm. Like, she is very just. Mm-hmm. She's impulsive. She's impulsive. Yeah. Yes, that's a great word for it. Mm-hmm. And Ren is Ren and Gray is magnificent. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> So I am giving this a, probably a five out of five yes. just because I love Liamara and Gray, their their characterization and their development. Um, I cannot wait for wait for book three, which we don't know the title of. Bridget won't tell me. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Very obvious that we are shelving this. I don't know if it was obvious to everyone else, but it was kind of obvious to us that we were going to yes. shelf it. <laughs> we're going to shelf it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we can't wait for book three. So Thank you, Bridget, for sending us a copy of A Heart So Fierce and Broken. We devoured mm-hmm. it. This is the yes. fastest Brad has read a book. Really, it has. It has. And thank you, Bloomsbury, for yes. allowing us to get a copy as well. Yes. If you have read A Heart So Fierce and Broken already, or if you are eagerly awaiting for it in your mail today, please let us know in the comments down below what you have thought of the book or what you are excited for about the book. Again, this is spoiler free, so we really gave nothing away. And also, if you want to follow along with us on our various social medias, you can check us out on our Twitter at Audio Shelf Me, our Instagram at Audio Shelf Me, and our Facebook at Audio Mm -hmm. Shelf. And we're actually going to be with Bridget on a part of her tour, January 18th at Savannah Park Library in Maryland. Mm -hmm. So come check us out along with Bridget and get a signed copy. Yay! But make sure you hit that subscribe button to stay up to date with all of what we got to you. Yes. I don't know why I said got to you. Yeah, what does that mean? I don't f***ing know. (laughs) And don't forget to hit that subscribe button to see what else we have for you. Got to you. (laughs) Bye! Bye. (laughs) Oh, okay. This has been Audio Shelf, where we release new episodes every Monday and Wednesday. If you want to stay updated, listen to previous episodes, or suggest books and topics for us to feature, visit us at audioshelf.me. We are Brad and Brittany. Thank you for listening.